0: This is Black Millennial Money. This episode of Black Millennial Money is brought to you by the good people over at Rappi fresh What is Rappy fresh? fresh is a clothing spray that's EU certified to kill coronavirus on your clothes, giving you up to four hours of protection, killing 99% of bacteria and germs on all fabrics. Now, for those of you who are trying to get lit, you're trying to go outside, but you also want to protect your family. This is travel size, 100 mil. You can take it on a plane, you can carry it in your handbag, you can pull it in your backpack. You spray it on your clothes, and stay protected while you're outside. And then when you get home, you don't necessarily want to put those clothes in the washing machine. This is perfect for that. So if there's any doctors, nurses, police officers listen to this and you don't want to have to wash your clothes all the time, Rappy Fresh clothing f- spray is the way to do it. Head over to buyrappyfresh.com, Use the discount code BMM10 to save 10% on your next purchase. That's Fresh at buyrappyfresh.com. This is Black Millennial Money, where we talk about how you can make more money, keep more money, invest your money, and spend your money on the finer things in life, all from a Black Millennial perspective. I'm your host, Joseph Fosu, and today, I'm your illustrious guest. But before we get into all all of that... Regular listeners, regular watchers, you guys know that if you haven't liked, subscribed and shared with everybody in your phone book, now is the time to do it. We're on a mission to reach 100 million people around the world with life-changing financial information and you should be a part of that. If you want to upgrade your contribution to the platform like these lovely people on screen, somewhere around here, you can join our Patreon. So head over to our Patreon, click the link in the description and start contributing to the movement from a littlest three pounds a month that will see us continue to be able to do this keep dropping these gems keep sharing this wisdom if you've got any piece of value in the 76 episodes of black millennial money before today show us some love head over to patreon and buy us a drink if you have any dilemmas we don't do them on a sunday anymore but we are answering your questions and dilemmas over time they'll be coming out on the channel If you want to have your dilemmas answered, send them to us at blackmillennialmoney.com. Click the contact page and get them straight into us. That is the quickest way to get your dilemmas answered if you're not part of the Patreon. If you're part of the Patreon community, you get your responses faster. Within 24 to 48 hours, you have responses to your dilemmas. And we can go back and forth on it for as long as you like just to make sure that you get to the other side. Those are some of the Patreon perks you get. But for everyone else... Just head over to the website, blackmillennialmoney.com, fill out the contact form and we'll get to you as quickly as we can. So this week's episode is is really something that I've come to realize personally. And it's, and we're, we're getting real direct to this week. I want us all to tell the truth and determine what our broke level is. Because there's a good chance 99.99% of you watching this and listening to this, whether this is in 2021 when I'm recording it or in 2041 where you just found it from the YouTube archives or Spotify archives, chances are you're broke to some degree. And we're going to explain that in more detail because this has really been something that I've had to come to terms with. So going back a year from where we are today, actually not quite a year. So I went into 2020 in at least £15,000 worth of debt. That was down from £36,000, which I'd been paying off since August 2018 when I got serious about getting out of debt and getting on top of my finances. By June 2020, I had zero debt. I'd paid off all my debt. By October 2020, i had picked up the keys to my new property. December 2020, I'd proposed to my fiancé and I thought I was set. What I realized is that I had just come out of the first broke level and today I'm going to break down all the broke levels and then the final two are actually where you've got some actual money so level one the broke level I can't meet my needs so there's a couple of symptoms for this essentially the biggest telltale flag is that you can't pay your bills what that looks like is you have debt particularly debt that you can't repay within one month's paycheck comfortably so for example if you make two grand and your debt is two grand, you can't pay that off comfortably because you would have no money and basically end up back in in debt, right? Which is the which is the yo-yo in that a lot of people do. People live in their overdraft. That's a symptom of being at level one of I can't meet meet my needs. That's the base broke level. That is the brokest you can be and still have full time accommodation. Right? So if you're at that level, that's the very lowest level. And that's where I was. That's where I just about got out from, right? Where I'm struggling to pay my bills. I I was living on debt and there were times where I was looking at deciding between food, between travel, between paying my bills. And some of you can relate to this. So I'm not just talking, I'm not just telling my business. Some of you are doing this right now where it's like, oof, I need to pay the the gas bill, but I also need to travel to work. What are we going to do this month? Noodles. And that's a real place that a lot of people, a lot of people really live in. And I have recently, recently just come out of there. So that's level one of the broke stages. Level two is you can meet your needs, but you can't do anything else. And that's where I'm at now. That's literally where I'm at right now. So I can pay all of my bills. I live on a budget. My budget is well managed. And people misconstrue a budget means a budget means a budget doesn't mean you're broke, although level two requires you to have a budget and that's the big that's the end of you being alt ulti- like flat broke but at no level do you don't need to have a budget a budget is essentially a system by which you manage the incomings and outgoings of your money they are not chains that tell you you can't spend the money on anything that's not true well it does tell you because numbers don't lie your personal finances simple maths if the money doesn't exist to do the things that you want You can't do them. It's really that simple unless you want to get into debt and that's usually a downward spiral back to level one. So for me, being on level two means I live on a budget. I pay all of my bills on time. I have no unmanageable debt, i.e. debt that can't be repaid comfortably in a month. I literally have no debt at the moment other than my mortgage. Any other debt I carry is expenses from work which are going to be repaid. So I have no personal debt. I don't owe anyone a penny sweet. If I want anything though, And I have a long list of wants, right? Like, I want to get married. I want to get a new car. I want to go on holiday. But I can't do any of them without cutting back on everything else. So, essentially, we're now looking at, are we spending too much on groceries? Do we need to go to that place and save money on fuel in order to be able to cut back and save for the wedding? We cut our takeaway part. I thought I could afford a cleaner. Not when I'm trying to get married. Not when I'm trying to get a car. And, you know... I'm definitely getting a contract higher. If you missed that episode, go back to episode 74. I think it was where we broke down. Why? If you're on a PCP, you're playing yourself. But for me to do anything that I want financially, I basically need to cut back on my lifestyle. And it's not, I don't have a lavish lifestyle. I haven't bought any new clothes since 2020. When I paid off my debt, I treated myself to two pairs of trainers. and pretty much the clothes before that, because I was paying, I was so deep in debt. My now fiance was buying me clothes on my birthday because that was literally the only thing I wanted because I couldn't be changing my clothes like that. I was in a very, very strict regimen to get out of debt. So it's not that I have a lavish lifestyle. We had a takeaway budget that we shared. Now we don't have that anymore. we had a cleaner come in once and realized, actually, we need to cut this money back so we can actually fund the wedding so we can see if we can get a new car so we can think about going on holiday. So at level two, you have money to pay for all the, all your day-to-day basics. My bills are covered. I don't worry about food. I don't worry about accommodation. I don't worry about traveling to work. But what I can't do is anything fun necessarily. If I'm having a date night, is something that needs to be planned with military precision. If we're trying to get married, if we're trying to get this car, right? And for the most part, if I want something... It's either I have to plan a year and a half, two years in advance, or I'm going into debt for it. Those are my only two options, other than not doing it, period. So that's level two. Level three, and also just to be clear, I would say 90 plus percent of the world is at broke level one or two. Most of the world is trying to figure out how we get our next meal. And for those of us who weren't worried about our next meal, we're actually trying to figure out how can I get something nice for myself now? that's for the most that's where most of the world lives now for level three this is where you can meet all of your needs and satisfy some of your wants so the key distinction here between level two and three is that at level two you can barely get anything that you want at level three you can get some stuff that you want and that translates to as being comfortable but not rich you're distinctly not rich you have money the only debt you really have is your mortgage which you're paying down quite aggressively and you still need to save for certain things but the good thing about this is that you're making enough money your income whether that be for employment your business your investments or whatever it is is producing enough income for you to have the room to be able to save so you still can't go out and buy anything you want you still can't go out and say you know what i want to upgrade my car here's five grand deposit no you've got to save a little bit for a for a while to actually get that deposit money in Right? So you can get a couple of things you want. You may be able to get a holiday in, depending on the number of people that go on holiday with you. That could be once or twice a year, but you're still really counting the coins here. These are things you can do that you want to do, but maybe you can't do it at the level you want to do it, right? So you would love to go seven stars in Dubai, but really four and a half, five stars is your level, and that's fine. You can still go. You're not a level two like me, where it's not really an option, right? So the key thing to remember here is that you still live on a budget. At level three, you still have a budget. What's different here is that the numbers are bigger, but it doesn't mean you need to watch them any less. Again, personal finances, personal finances, all basic maths. If you make five grand a month, you still can't afford to spend five grand a month entirely. You need to have money in reserve, right? And that's where the budget comes in. And you still need to keep track of your expenses because that is not enough money for you to not notice that you've overspent on something. Level four. Level four is where you can pretty much have anything you want within 30 days or less. This is the definition that most people go for when they're talking about financially free. You're rich, but you're not wealthy. Key distinction here. You're rich, but you're not wealthy. Now I'm going to use the definition that Goldman Sachs uses for high net worth clients. You need to have 50 million plus in liquid assets. And that means if you need money within the next 48 hours, you could pull as much as $50 million out. You can't have it in property. You can't have it in business ownership. You need to have that available in sort of things like investments, cash, and literally things that can be turned into cash in a very short space of time. No more than a week or so, right? That's where you get to the point where you are rich, but definitely not wealthy. At this point, you don't worry about your daily needs. You can pretty much have anything you want, well, you can't have everything you want, but you can have pretty much anything that you want and you have enough money to enjoy it. And you can pretty much, as I said, you can pretty much do whatever you want under the sun, You, but you can definitely enjoy your money at this point. You're not worried about your needs. You don't even operate on your needs anymore. Those are just a given. Those are just taken care of. At this stage, you still have a budget, and I'm going to keep mentioning this. You ha- you still have a budget. The numbers are significantly bigger than they could be at level at level two and three, right? And you have professionals around you who you meet with regularly to help you manage these funds, to make sure that you're still staying with the, within the parameters. Because, again, if you have 50 million pounds and you spend 51 million pounds, you are back at level one, <laughs> which is where a lot of athletes find themselves, which is where a lot of musicians find themselves. Which is where a lot of people who come into money quick find themselves. Where, well, I've got so much money, I can't mess this up, right? What do I need a budget for? I can get whatever I want. That's not strictly true. Everybody needs a budget, pretty much no matter how much money you have. Because you need to make sure that your incomings still exceed your outgoings. Real simple, basic maths. No matter how big the numbers are, you can't have four grand and spend five, you can't have 40 million and spend 50. It just doesn't work. Level number five, I can do what I want, when I want. And the difference is I can do what I want. It's not, I can have what I want. It's you can literally do what you want. You are wealthy at this point. You have the ability to bend reality. Whatever you want into the world, it can exist. I can have all I want. And if I don't have it yet, it can be here in a week or less. Price is no longer an issue. Price is not even part of the conversation. It's literally, I want this thing. I I will have this thing. Oh, and here it is. That's the point that most people look at Instagram. That's a highlight rule that most Instagram profiles look like where someone is literally doing whatever they want, whenever they want. There are very, very, very few people in this world who can do that. And to put it in perspective, there are over 7 billion people on the planet. The number of people who could probably live like this is less than 5,000 people less than 5,000 people as individuals have this money. Maybe families, if you add that, maybe you get up to 50,000 people. But that's a fraction of the people on this planet. That is less than the number of people in most London boroughs. Put that into perspective. In most London boroughs, so if you pick if, if, you, bring, if you pick Kensington and Chelsea, Hackney, Lewisham, there are less people with enough money to be this wealthy in the entire world than there are in any of those small, Basically, small towns. That's perspective for you. Why are we going through these levels? Because a lot of us, a lot of us really need a reality check. And I I, I thought I had made it because I grew up wondering about paying bills on time. Looking around my house and like, okay, are we choosing between rent or are we uh, having nice food this month? Gas versus electric bill. I know they have the same supplier, but who? Which one are we gonna? Which one do we need most this month? Right? These are the choices that I grew up having to make in my household, and my parents' household. These, these are scenarios that a lot of us may find ourselves in. I thought I had broken free by getting to the point where I've got enough money for my bills, but I ain't got enough money for the things I really want. Some of you may have noticed I love my five pound H and M t shirt. Some of them even three pounds, and I'm proud of that because. It's part of my black millennial money brand, a so degree now, where I'm always pretty much in a t-shirt from H&M. But ultimately, these are choices that are being made. Most of us think we can skip levels. And it's important that we understand these levels, that we're clear on what these levels really mean. Because you get that six-figure job that most people are chasing, and you go to level three at best, I can meet my needs and satisfy some of my wants. If you're doing the right thing with your money, you don't worry about feeding yourself anymore. You don't worry about accommodation anymore, but you may be able to get one or two holidays a year and drive something German, maybe something German, but definitely something, I don't know, French. Now, I say all of that, and some of you may be wondering why this is important. The first thing is... I was playing myself thinking I could afford a cleaner. I still have to clean my own shower. I don't enjoy cleaning my own shower. It takes me far too long and I'd rather be doing something else. But being in level two does not mean I can afford a cleaner. That's a level three kind of choice. So now it's my job to get to level three. I needed to operate and understand my level. You need to operate at and understand what comes at your level. Some of you are playing yourselves. Thinking that the pay rise you just got means that your level has changed. Not really. Hardly anyone, even me, who got a 20 grand pay rise. My level didn't change until I got out of debt. Most people are not getting 20 grand pay rises. To put it in perspective, actually, that's that's too much information. But most of you will not get more than a 5% pay rise throughout your careers. In any given job. And a 5% pay rise is considered large in a lot of places. Large. To get 5% in a year increase. So think about it. If you go from making 30 grand a year. You get a 5% pay rise. You're now making 31,500. Your life actually hasn't changed. You go from making 30,000. To making 60,000 a year. Your life may have changed a little bit if you pay off your debts like I did. But ultimately, you can't get the things that you want. You might be able to get some of your, you might be able to save towards some of your wants. But you can't just go and do what you want. The next thing that's really important is that there are rules and requirements for every level. Rules and requirements for every level. If you don't learn those rules, if you don't accept those rules, because that's another thing, accepting the rules is one of the biggest challenges that we find because a lot of us don't like to live in reality. The biggest guide for you to maintain reality of your situation is just to let the numbers guide you. If you make two grand a month, you can't spend three grand a month. The maths doesn't add up. It's real simple. If you make two grand a month, your car payment cannot be 500 pounds a month. It doesn't add up. You can't spend 25% of your take home on a car. Where will you live? And don't tell me if you're still living at home, that's okay. Well, yeah, if you never plan on moving out of your parents' house. But if you do plan on moving out of your parents' house, you can't afford to spend 500 pounds a month on a car. (laughs) To be honest, your take home income, the cost of your car should probably not exceed I mean the total cost of your car including insurance should probably not exceed 10% of your total take home as a household so if you're sharing a car with your partner add up your take homes that's your limit and for some of you it probably shouldn't even be that high the other reason why this is important is you can't skip steps People who try to skip steps, one of three things happens. They go broke, or they end up in debt, or both. Because there are clear processes to get in there. If you're at level one now, where you're struggling to pay your bills, you now going to satisfy your want and going to Dubai, trying to go and eat a hackassan. All you're doing is you're making your situation worse. You're not improving your situation. It might feel good that while you eat, in fact, it won't feel good because the second that bill comes, your blood pressure is through the roof. Your blood pressure is through the roof. I've been there. At Tesco, about to tap my card for less than thirty pounds, high blood pressure, sweating, headache. Thinking the person behind there knows that I'm thirty-six grand in debt and I'm putting another thirty pound on this card. You can't skip the levels. The second thing is even if that you, you go up in income to the point where technically you skipped a level, you still have to get the basics right. So for those of you who are musicians, athletes, super high earners. So, for example, you have been working in a law firm and you've worked your way up and now you're about to make partner or something and now your salary is about to expand about to go exponential because you're going to get bonuses and all of these things. You're a stockbroker or something like somewhere where your income can just go through the roof within a matter of years where you haven't changed, but everything about what you can do with your money now, in theory has changed. Maybe your mixtape finally took off. Maybe your rap career is blowing up. Maybe your YouTube channel is blowing up. Your, Your income level has now technically put you up at a new level. There are still fundamental bits of groundwork that need to be done. Right, Because as you go through these levels, level one, that person doesn't have a budget. Level two, that person has a budget. Level three, that person has a budget. Level four, that person has a budget that's managed by professionals. Level five, where you are wealthy and you're over 100 million plus in liquid assets. You have a team of people essentially managing your budget, helping you stay on top of all of that money. That doesn't go away. It never ever goes away where you can just go out and spend doesn't happen. It just doesn't. Even Saudi princes are thinking, what are we going to do when this oil money runs out? And they just got billions coming out everywhere. If they're worried about it, if people are building entire cities out of sand, like in Dubai, which did not exist 40 years ago, just sand, because they're worried about maybe this oil money is running out, what's going to happen with you? What you just got? Job money, you haven't even got oil money. You can't skip the steps. The budget's always required. How it's managed changes. The numbers will grow exponentially, but it doesn't change the fact that simple maths, whether it's 40 million or four pounds, you can't spend more than you've got. The other bits is that you still need to pay your bills on time. You still need to make sure your outgoings and incomings, those the daily needs are still met. Again. The numbers could be bigger. Your mortgage could 10x, but you can afford it depending on what level you're at. And that's fine. But you still need to make sure it's paid. You still need to make sure that the income is generating more than what you're spending, that your income far outstrips your expenses, that the earning potential of your money far outstrips your expenses. Because otherwise you could see yourself just eating away at that money, chipping away at that money over time and you end up back at zero, back at level one. So this has felt a little ranty today, but honestly, this, this is something I've been thinking about and it's been tough for me to really get my head around it. And I wanted to share it with you guys because ultimately, a lot of us are starting from level one and we're in a big rush to get to level four and five where we can pretty much do what we want. When we talk about comfortable, A lot of us conflate comfortable, which is level three with level four, because comfortable means you can have some of the things you want, just some. If you want to go on one, maybe two holidays a year, you could do that. If you want to get yourself a nice German car, you could possibly do that, but you can't do all of it at once necessarily. You get that car, that holiday's got to be shorter or it can't be as fancy. You can't just do what you want. You just aren't worried about your day-to-day bills. And to be honest, I'm not worried about my day-to-day bills. And I'm at level two, but I can't just have anything I want. I can't just, even if I plan six months in advance, I still couldn't get a car. Because it'll take me, like currently where we're sitting, it'll take me 12 months to get the deposit to give her. All right? So understanding your level, truly knowing where you are, where if you don't want to play yourself financially, if you don't want to find yourself in a hole, what you really should be focusing on is how you push that upper income. How do you push the income? How do you make sure you've done the groundwork that you've got the system in place that sees your income continue to outpace your expenses, no matter how your expenses increase, because expenses increase over time, right? You're more expensive today than you were two years ago. Just a fact. And I look forward to getting more expensive personally. I look forward to getting disgustingly expensive. But I also look forward to having an incredible income that means that no matter how expensive I get, I'll never see myself back at level one. And I hope the same for you. See you next week. This is Black Millennial Money.